When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Nagler here after another disappointing Packers outing, this time in Pittsburgh. Thought we were about to get over the hump there. Finally break through for the first time since 1970. Unfortunately, it was not to be the Packers dropping a heartbreaker, 23-19, to a Steelers team that was as advertised. I mean, not exactly a dynamic offense, but it's interesting when you allow them to run all over you in the first half and set up the game script that you were faced with in the second half uh you are probably going to find the outcomes that we found today some nice things on offense at times I thought you saw a really nice work in pass protection from the offensive line I was pretty surprised actually by the job not only they did along the interior I expected Zach Tom to play well but I thought Rasheed Walker played an extremely uh promising game I'm not clean by any stretch of the imagination but much better than I was expecting against that front on the road. Uh, kudos to him. Uh, of course, lots to complain about, lots of gripes. I'm sure we'll get to them with your comments uh, in a little bit. I just want to say the one thing that really irked me about this game was the end of the first half with Matt LaFleur calling their orbit motion screen to Aaron Jones. They get snuffed out. I mean, a really poor blocking attempt by Romeo Dobbs on the play. But a loss of five, you're in second and 15. You've got a minute and change left. You've got two timeouts. 
And I said in a watch party, here comes the give up handoff, which is exactly what came. And then third down and you're out and you just head to the locker room. And then after the game, Matt LaFleur gets up at the podium and says, our message to our guys was to compete for four quarters. Well, you certainly didn't compete at the end of the first half. I mean, that was, it's real hard to swallow that little sequence there. But outside of that, you talk, look, you look at the quarterback. I thought Jordan Love did some really nice things today. Also some very frustrating moments, uh, especially the ball to Watson in the end zone. That's a ball he has no business throwing. Absolutely forced that one. The tip drill interception, it's frustrating. It happens. You obviously don't think, well, okay, he threw it into a really dangerous area as far as you don't expect that to bounce up into the air and get picked off by the safety. However, you have no business throwing that ball. Uh, Patrick Peterson's a vet. He never bid on the cheese of the inside move. You're trying to get like double action there. Never bid on it. Read it the whole way. As soon as you see that develop, you've got to get off of that. Um, but again, those are frustrating moments. First year starter. You hope to improve upon that going down the stretch here. You hope better decisions come from Jordan Love in those kind of situations. Now, that said, he threw some insanely nice footballs today. Uh, the touchdown to Reed was incredible. Reed beats two guys, lays it in. I mean, it was an extended handoff almost. I mean, it's a perfectly thrown ball. Uh, and the touchdown to Dobbs. You cannot put that in a better spot. Dobbs is, obviously does a great job going up and getting it, getting his feet inbounds for the touchdown. Um, and there were a number of other throws. I thought he did a great job today. You know, some stuff where I'd love to see what his completion percentage is on these sidearm throws. There are times where he just gets off platform for what feels like no reason. And that's something that he's got to work on and improve upon. And I'm sure Tom Clements is talking to him about it. On the flip side, I know there will be people who point to the fact that the defense played better in the second half, and they most certainly did. Joe Barry absolutely adjusted, brought a safety down, played a lot less, seemingly a lot less too high safety looks, Gave a few more numbers in the box. Wasn't always great, but did a little bit better in that regard. My problem is coming into this game with this pop gun quarterback in Pickett, you are basically seeding the run the way they approached it with their two high safety look, two down linemen. They're basically playing a two, four, five. Uh, sorry. Yeah, a two down linemen almost by default on every single play. It's not difficult when you're playing offense to say, oh, okay, thank you very much. You got those safeties parked out in the river. We got two down linemen. Yeah, we're going to run the ball, which they did continuously to build up a lead. That game is a completely, entirely different prospect if they come out in the first half the way they did in the second half, which was blindingly obvious to anybody who's ever watched the Pittsburgh Steelers play offense in 2023. But Joe Barry was making sure they didn't get beat deep by Chex Noakes. Pick it. Just baffles me, man. It just baffles me. So a lot to talk about, a lot to get to. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody. A lot of fun people up here in the chat. I love it. I love it. Starting with Tyler. What's up, man? Now introducing Josiah, who has time to make an effort or attempt to block on field goal attempts? Deguara! Jokes aside, Reed and Wicks came to play. Absolutely, Wicks. All he does is make plays, man. I have to say, it is long past time Wicks takes some of Watson's snaps. Like, that has to happen. That has got to start being part of the regular rotation. 
I get that the upside is incredible with Watson. I understand the draft capital that was utilized to go get him. But man, you know, you got the two nice catches early, another brutal third down drop, and then another play where, yes, Jordan Love should not throw that ball, but go make a play for your quarterback. It is it is well past time for Wicks to get in that rotation. Portmaster, what's up, man? Good to see you. Takes everyone to lose. Love show growth. <laughs> I don't disagree. That's a pretty even-handed take. No notes. Terminal Frost, how you doing, man? You can come out of your stance now, Deguara. The extra point has been blocked. How huge was that play, Nags? LaFleur mentioned it in his post-game presser. I mean, it changes com- the complete, you know, complexion of the game down the stretch where, yeah, you're having to drive for a touchdown. You have to shoot into the end zone there. If you're Jordan Love on that last play, three seconds left, wouldn't it be nice to just need a field goal and get to overtime? It's brutal, man. It's brutal. Dustin, how you doing, man? I feel like we are one piece away from being seven and two. Well, I don't know about seven and two, but yes, I think you can see the skeleton of a team starting to form. And I know other, you know, the cynics and the trolls will say, oh, you see a skeleton, all right? It's about to die, blah, blah, blah. But I do think you can see, you know, the beginnings of something here. Uh, there's no doubt there's frustration all throughout all three phases. But you look at a team that next season will have a year under its belt, maturity from some of the offensive pieces in particular, and the ability to maybe make a move or two in free agency, not go hog wild. They won't be doing that. But, you know, add a piece here or there. Yeah, I could see a team that could turn it around pretty quickly. But in the meantime, we have to struggle through what we're struggling through right now, which is a team that can't get out of its own way, that continually makes repeated you know, mistakes of the same nature and uh, you know, just in need of a, a bit more talent. No question about it. Godsmack, what's up, man? Losing sucks, but I'm excited to see the offense progressing. Sadly, the run defense is what it's been since Raji retired, stinking like a sewage plant. Like I said, I thought they did an okay, they did a better job in the second half. It wasn't great. They still let way too many big runs rupture, but they did a better job in the second half. But man, they got run all over in the first half, no doubt. Professor Flex, what's up? Love is showing progress. Stats will lie, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I today's stat line is actually pretty indicative, I think. 12, 21 of 40, 289. Almost came real close to breaking that 300-yard mark that someone's so obsessed with uh two touchdowns two interceptions 71.8 rating i mean that's pretty on point for the day he had um obviously the last interception i know people are going to kill him for it but look the pre-snap look where the entire defense outside of like the handful of dudes that are rushing the quarterback is lined up at the line at the goal line like there's only so much you can do you gotta make your choice and fire it in there and hope you squeeze one in but it's not a recipe for success. You know, you're not being, it's not a high percentage moment for the quarterback. Uh, Joe, what's up? This game gave me flashbacks to 2008. Yeah, pretty similar feel. Very much agreed. I uh, very much agree with that one, Joe. John Simitovich, what's up, man? Positive, only been out of one game. Negative, three and six. Yeah, I mean, they were in it. You can't mistake the fact that they were in position to go win the game. And even that's even after the back-breaking tip drill interception. Shout out to the defense. All the misgivings we may have about their approach, but they stood up when they needed to get the offense at least a chance. And also, 
how about even getting in position to try and win the game with three seconds left? I mean, the fact that the fourth down call, the fourth and two conversion, that's a great play. But the fact that they wasted so much time, the killer play in that sequence is the Aaron Jones reception. I mean, either, you know, if you catch that ball and you see there's some semblance of blocking in front of you, put your foot in the ground and get upfield. If you're having to run inside there, just go out of bounds. They wasted so much time on that play. That play really killed them. Uh, Michael, what's up? Love seemed less inaccurate when he was inaccurate. Michael, that super chat is like an Escher painting. Pack Owen, Pack Owner, what's up, man? AJ high stepping was my highlight of the game. That was fucking hilarious. I absolutely loved it. That whole run was brilliant and one of the few really well blocked moments in the run game. And yeah, AJ made it work, man. That was awesome. Loved seeing it. And yeah, the high stepping was dope as hell. Robert says Watson has to fight harder for his QB. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Dobbs was open on that last play. Well, yeah, but that's what you saw as the camera pans and he's throwing it. Like, man, who knows who's reacting to what, where those defenders are. If he throws it to Dobbs, is someone else breaking the way they weren't because he was throwing to Watson? That's really easy to say from us looking on the couch. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Lambo, Leo, thanks for Super Chat. I wouldn't trust Watson to fight for air on Mars. This is apt because I just watched The Martian with Olive last night. Good movie. And uh, I think you're being a little harsh on Watson after last week where he literally went up and had a big conversion, a huge play late in the game against the Rams. But I hear you. I hear you. John, what's up, man? Would a Willie Stargell-type vet help this team? I don't know who Willie Stargell is, man. But would a vet or two help this team? Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't think you need superstars, but a little veteran help. Couldn't hurt. We'll see what the offseason holds. VT, what's up? Too many passes on first and runs on second, then long third downs. Passes on first and runs on second. I mean, yeah, you can quibble with the play calling. I get it. I mean, there were plenty of first down runs that went nowhere. And put them in second and long. I mean, it's kind of hard, man. You got, yeah, you're trying to make things work. You're trying to like build off of things, and you've got reams of data suggesting what is best to call in certain situations. It's hard for me to like totally kill the floor on that stuff. You know, it's it's frustrating because you're not producing, especially on the ground. But I also understand. Look, if you have a first down pass, right, and it's incomplete, now it's second and ten, and you sit there going, mm, "Yeah, I really want to call another pass." However. You don't want to get in the third and 10. You don't want to get in third and long with that defensive front, with those edge rushers. You're trying to put your guy in a position to succeed. You're trying to help your quarterback by running the ball and getting what you can on second down. I know it's frustrating when you're only getting one or two yards, but the idea is to at least move the sticks forward a little bit to make it just that much incrementally better odds, so to speak, for your quarterback. And I, this, look, it's not a one-size-fits-all answer, but... I get the thinking behind it, and I don't hate it, especially on the road. Again, especially against Watt and Highsmith coming screaming off the edge. I don't mind a second down run call. That's just me. Um, Matthew, what's up? Who the hell throws the ball on second and nine in the red zone with three minutes left? See, here's what I'm saying. Like, 
Yeah. Would you like him to run it there? I sure. Let's let's run the ball. But they've gotten like one or two yards per carry essentially most of the afternoon. I don't hate trying to go for the end zone there. I wish Love would have gotten off that initial read. It's a two high look. It's designed to go and st- to take advantage of a one high look. Again, this is the young quarterback who needs to play more and remember these things and learn these things and go next time I'm in that situation. Yeah, don't try and force that in against a two high safety look. You know. But to turn around and say, well, you should have run the ball. I mean, I don't know, man. That's just some that's just some bar stool uh, second guessing right there. I mean, bar stool in the sense of the age old guy sitting at a bar stool selling yelling like run the ball or don't run the ball, not in the sense of the media corporation. Don Vito, what's up? He'll get hammered for the INT, but I thought Jordan's decision making today was really great. I think for the most part, yeah, I think he did a very good job. I mean, that INT is a tough one. You know, those are the moments that swing games, and it certainly swung this one. And that's what you, you know, get remembered about, like, for, about, whatever. But, yeah, I agree. For the most part, I thought you did a pretty damn good job. But, look, you're the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers in the National Football League. Those are big moments. Those are where you're looking for your, your starter to rise above and bring something that you can't get out of anyone else. You know, these are the moments that start to define you. And I know I've already seen plenty of comments about, oh, here we go again, late fourth quarter interception, game on the line, Jordan Love throws a pick. And it's true. Those are all out there for everyone to see. Not all of that comes down to just Jordan Love. There's a lot of context to each and every one of them. But the more you put that out there, the more it gets remembered, the more you get defined by it. Got to be smarter with the ball. The ball is life. Those chances are precious. It all adds up. Joe's Home Theater, thanks so much for being a Carry the G Club member, man. Love's deep ball looked better with less air under the ball. He showed some real improvement. Also, Dylan deserves a pat on the back. Go, Pat, go. Very much agree with both of those sentiments. I cannot quibble with either one. Ed, thanks, man. Damn, could have won. Sucks to lose, but I don't feel too bad about that loss. Couple of plays made here and there. It's just weird how it's always in Pittsburgh, right? It's just... Like we've talked about all week. They haven't won in that building or in that town since 1970. Just what? Every time. Like, remember McCarthy's last time there in 2017. They're in a position to go win the game, and then Watts hit on Hunley, kills it, you know? It's just weird how that happens every single time they're in Pittsburgh. But, yeah, player two away, hopefully. Again, those young guys get that experience, keep building this roster next year. Next step, next step. A Rock, what's up? Nice. Do you feel the front office strategy since Wolf, I know that's forever ago, through Ted Thompson and now Goot, despite variations, is still viable in 2023? And how would you change it if you would for 2024? Man, that's a huge question. And it's a little bit more involved than I can probably get in a post game chat. I will say, however, yeah, I think it's viable. I think they're really, you know, going through the pains of two things right now. Number one is having tried to build a roster around. Aaron Rodgers for the last couple of years to make one final push for a championship that never materialized while also missing on a ton of draft picks. The combination of those two things is what you're seeing. That's the result out on the field because they've had to go so bare bones on offense and jettisoned so much salary cap, a chief number one being Aaron Rodgers, 40 plus million dollar cap hit, but plenty of other guys that they're still paying for along with David Bakhtiari's injury, all of that financial stuff could probably have been overcome 
a little bit easier if any of the guts of the 2020 and 2021 drafts were playing better or in 2019 drafts as well. 2019 and 2020 being the main ones. But I think there have been green shoots for the 2022 draft and the 2023 draft. You have to hope those guys continue to mature and develop. But yeah, those combinations killing the Packers right now. But yeah, I think it's still a viable way of operating. No doubt about it. Sandy, what's up? Thanks, thanks for being the voice of reasons. Too many love and team haters. Yeah, they're just reactionary. And look, I've said it all year long, and I'll keep saying it. Like, I get it. If people were along for the ride because of Aaron Rodgers, and now they want to jump off the bandwagon, it's fine. Have fun going and doing whatever you're going to do. We'll be here when you, at Cheesehead TV when you get back, because we're Packers fans. Packers fans. That's how we roll. Abdul, what's up, man? Hey, Aaron, is love better in or out of the pocket? I think in right now, I do think we've seen glimpses of him being really effective outside the pocket on some of the designed rollout stuff. I think he was flushed a couple times outside the pocket today and really didn't cover himself in glory that much. But I don't think he's like a lost cause out of the pocket or off, you know, uh, outside the construct of the play or what have you. But right now, I think he's playing pretty well in the pocket. He's doing a good job of going through his progressions. These last two games have looked a hell of a lot better than the first month of the season. I'll tell you that. Um, Joe, thanks again, man. I thought the last play would be throwing it up and let Watson or Musgrave try to high point it. Thoughts? It's one possibility, but with literally everyone on the goal line in the secondary, it's hard to just say, okay, yeah, go up and high point it. Like, guess what? All those other guys are going to try and do that too. Like, yeah, I get it. There's a hundred different ways you could approach it. What I like to do in Madden, and this is just Madden, is run everybody off and then run an angle route with my running back underneath and hope I hit him right before the goal line and he can dive in. That's an another way you can go about it. There's a hundred different ways you can try and go about it. But it's a, it's a, you know, I very, again, the deck is stacked against you in that situation. And that's why, again, the secret, like the, the, the interception, the play call, whatever, like, I can't kill anybody for any of that. The play in that sequence, the final drive that killed them was the Aaron Jones reception. If he runs out of bounds, they've got plenty more time to work with. Because he tried to make a move and get inside and get something, they wasted 30 seconds there. You know, when they certainly didn't have 30 seconds to give up. That's the play. That's the one that killed them. Um, all right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, and after every game here on Cheesehead TV. I really appreciate each and every one of you who take the time to utilize Cheesehead TV in any way, shape, or form, either during the week, during the game on Watch Party, here in our post-game chats. I really, really appreciate it. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow on Packers Daily. Go Pack Go.